0: time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. I have Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews.
1: What up, what up, what up?
0: And I got LP the Don in the building. What's going on, everybody? Oh, man, we are the best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can be anywhere in the world. Do anything. But you ain't you're right here listening to your voice. Uh, if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch or Twitter, we appreciate you. If you're listening to us in Radio Land on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Audible, uh, Amazon Music, Google Podcast. Thank you for listening to the best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, let me go around the board real quick.
1: What's going on, fellas? Mister uh, Everything, what's happening? Man, nothing much. Y'all, I'm so glad today was the last day of school. I'm off for the next two weeks. I only want to drive by a school for the next two weeks. I'm sitting right here in the house and relaxing.
0: Oh man, uh, some some much needed uh, rest and relaxation. You know what I mean?
1: Yes, gotta get ready for 2023, man. It's hitting ground running, bro. Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, I know that's right, Jack. LPZ, what's happening?
2: Not much, man. Same old, same old. You know, lazy day today. This weather, this
0: weather got me lazy every day. Cold oh. weather making me lazy. Oh, it's cold, uh, man. I'm, I'm I'm in the desert, so it's always kind of kind of warm out here. It gets a little cool sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Oh man, but fellas, listen. I'm glad to hear from y'all. Um, we got a lot going on in the world of wrestling and the world of entertainment. Beautiful people. You know, we got to do it each and every Wednesday. It's hot. Topics. Oh, man. Let's go to SmackDown real quick because we saw some things uh, on SmackDown that were pretty interesting. And uh, one of the things that really piqued my interest was the introduction Uncle Howdy. Uh, if you're not familiar with who Uncle Howdy is, he is a character, a brand new character from the mind of Bray Wyatt. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to see Uncle Howdy. Look very short. Uh, it looked like like a female was donning the mask. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, what, what's your girl name uh, off of the book? Oh. Uh Kayla. I thought it was Kayla at first. <laughs> I, was yeah. like, I was like, is Kayla got Kayla got the upper howdy mask on? But uh one of Bray Wyatt's characters came to life, man, and uh Bray Wyatt was pretty much trying to say, I didn't attack you. Um by LA Knight. LA Knight got jumped a couple times backstage, and Bray Wyatt was like, Hey man, that's not me that's doing that. It's somebody else. And it turned out to be Uncle Howdy. I want to go around the room see what your thoughts on that is. Uh, Mr. Everything, what do you think about one of Bray Wyatt's new characters making an introduction to the WWE universe?
1: Uh, I think it's just like what LP said last week. And Things need to start unfolding with Bray Wyatt, especially with these characters, to see where it's going to all go. Uh, it was very interesting to see Uncle Howdy and how short he was. In fact, I mean, no man had a little, little belly on him. <laughs> uh, when he walked out, I was like, okay, let me see what this guy's going to look like to see if it actually is uh, Bo Dallas. But I don't think it's Bo Dallas anymore. I think it may be somebody that just put on the console and throw everybody off. So, I mean, it's only a time we'll tell for us to find out who this person actually is and how it all going to unfold.
0: Uh, yeah I definitely agree with you LP what do
2: you think about Uncle Howdy uh, I don't I don't think it's nobody yet I, 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 you know anybody can put on that outfit and you know just stand out there and do it but I, I, I don't know I'm, maybe I'm a little maybe I'm the only person that thinks so. I still don't think they got who the final person is going to be I, I don't think it's fit yet I think they doing a lot of uh, like you said throwing, throwing you off, off the direction of it Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. As of right now, I'm not afraid of Uncle Howdy because he just he didn't look that intimidating to me. Uncle Howdy <laughs> did not look intimidated at all. No. Uh, <laughs> that's
0: what I'm saying. I I didn't like the representation of, of the Uncle Howdy. It was some of the stuff was creepy, like almost like I don't like want the Wiz the yeah. subway
1: scene in the Wiz That's what how creepy it was.
0: <laughs> it, was super, it was creepy man some of the some of the VS were very hard to watch uh number one because all the flashing and this stuff and if you got something wrong with you, like epilepsy or something you can't sit there and watch that um number two some of the images in there were very disturbing so i didn't like looking at it because it was creepy you know what i'm saying but and then i couldn't really get the message most of the time because it was really chopped up but I guess he's delivering. I guess Bray Wyatt is finally introducing some of these characters. I'm interested to see where it goes and if Uncle Hottie is actually a wrestler or is he just a... A manager. Know, a manager or a manifestation of Bray Wyatt's mind. Yeah. The cut, I don't know who's directing this stuff, but the cut
2: they're doing when, they have, when something happens and then it is cut commercial. <laughs> and then they cut back totally different. Like they've been doing that this whole time. And I don't know if they think that's good, but that's horrible. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think those cuts have been. So, what happened when the camera rolled? Okay, how they walked off and Bray Wyatt just got up and walked back to, back to the ring. So, I don't know. I don't know. I probably, got
1: to... So, what usually happens um, is when they do like cuts like that, the lights go dark inside the arena and it gives the talent the, the time to get out the ring and you know, get to the back or whatever. And they play like vignettes on, on the screens. They may play uh, the next pay-per-view that's coming up. They may advertise WrestleMania, uh, you know, small things. They may have like a little some, something backstage happening that we don't see. Uh, and then we see later on in the night. So it's a, a bunch of different things. So I think that's the main thing that's happening whenever that happens.
0: Yeah, man, I I think they're going to really start implementing more camera work moving forward. I'm I'm interested to see what kind of innovations they're going to do, especially with a Bray Wyatt type kid. And I know we talked about cinematic matches before. Maybe that might be something that is going to be introduced moving forward in in a different way with all the special type of wrestlers. But Bray Wyatt, I think the the storyline is building up slowly but surely. But you can also see Bray Wyatt's effect on other people, like an Alexa, who just turned on uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair, yeah, they were having an interview, sit down interview with Byron Saxton, and uh, she was talking about how Bray Wyatt had, you know, manipulated her and then left her, and then she had to go to therapy to kind of piece back. Uh, some of her life and she was a a broken shell of what she used to be and I think some of that stuff was kind of real not the Bray Wyatt effect on her but as far as her character of who Alexa Bliss is supposed to be and I think she should get back to the old Alexa Bliss the the one that was winning all of these championships because she's a real threat and I think uh, on Monday for the first time she showed that she could be a real threat to Alex, I mean, excuse me, to uh to Bianca, because she told Bianca, hey, look, I was winning championships before you got here. So this ain't nothing new to me, you know what I mean? Like you just got here. I've been winning championships. Don't try to write me off like I'm not a threat to you. Uh and so I think that she can be if she embraces that darker character, that darker side. I think they should have gave her the belt when she had that darker witch character before because she was really strong and I didn't see any other women who had a strong character like that. So, uh, going back to the Uncle Howdy thing, I'm interested to see how some of Bray Wyatt's characters and, and uh, some of the manifestations of these characters are, are going to come out and who's going to dog the title for some of these characters that he's created. Uh, let's go ahead and move on, man. We have uh, Gunther versus Richard Ro- I don't, I don't <laughs> mean <sniffs> mean. Yeah, let me moisten my lips real quick. <laughs> <laughs> We have Guther versus Ricochet on Friday for the WWE Intercontinental Championship and fellas, it was one hell of a match. I did not think the match was going to be as good as it was. I almost thought it was going to be kind of like a squash match, but Ricochet really showed that he deserved to be there. They put on the banger of a match. I thought it was really good. I want to go around the room and see what you guys thought about this match. LP, what did you think about the Gunther versus Ricochet match Friday Night Smackdown? I I thought it was a great match. I thought it was... uh...
2: The me- one of the best matches I've seen in a while. Like, I still, I didn't never think Ricochet was going to win, but there was a couple of times that they made me believe Ricochet was going to win. Like, and the crowd was behind him. You know, they did a lot of good uh, fake out. Uh But I, yeah, I didn't never think he was going to be. The piece, I'm saying he just. He, they, I don't know if they're trying to make, make Ricochet look like the new Ray Mysterio almost You know, Ricochet's not. uh not sure. But he did do one of those Ray Mysterio kind of matches where Ray Material fought a bigger person and made it a little. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a like uh, I I
0: thought it was a great match. Mr. Everything, from a Matt perspective, did you enjoy the match? Did you enjoy the matchup of Ricochet versus Gulther? I did but I, I also hated how
1: good it was because now you put Gunther in a, a situation where he has to follow that himself. It isn't so much as other people on the show following the match. It's more so, okay, you did that with somebody that's smaller than you. Uh, with them leading to Gunther versus Braun Strowman, can you still pull that off? Can you get that, that saying, wow factor, with someone like Braun Strowman, because uh, we talked about how Gunther and Sheamus was so good. Every match they had was so good. And then you had Gunther and Ricochet with the the change, the, the different levels of dynamic as far as how they work their different styles. And it, it clashed so well that it looked so good. Now you have these big two juggernauts and Gunther and Braun Strowman. So are they going to be able to follow that up? I seriously doubt. I love Bron to death, it's my brother. But I seriously doubt they'll be able to follow it up the way Gunther and Sheamus and Gunther and Ricochet has been putting on these, um, these hellified matches.
0: I want to. I want to see a good match between Bron and and Gunther. But I think that the interaction that we got the first time just kind of made me think that if they did have a match, it wouldn't be that great. You know, uh, just style-wise, you know, Braun is a big guy. Uh, He he wrestles like a big guy. Guther is a big guy, but he also he's very nimble in his movements now. He's not as big and heavy as he used to be. So he changed up his wrestling style a little bit more. He started including uh, or a task that gets him off his feet, like his drop kick is I take a thing of beauty. <laughs> he has a great drop kick. Roman Strowman has a pretty heavy drop kick too, you know. He does. Um, so I think that the match would be good. I just don't think it'll be like a. You're right. I don't think it'll be a, a Sheamus versus Guther type match where you enjoy it and you just like on the edge of your seat. I haven't seen too many matches with Braun, where i was on the edge of my seat uh except if i wanted him to beat like uh lexler or something like that but that was kind of the only times he really had me like wrestling while I was on my on the edge of my feet other than just totally destroying people um but i think it's going to happen eventually so when it does happen i'm going to enjoy it and i think braun is going to take the title and then Guther is probably gonna to try to move on to Roman Reigns or somebody else. Uh, maybe a, a group, another group of sorts. So we shall see. We shall speak. Fellas, also man, listen, we have the last SmackDown of the year coming up in 2020. And they are now teasing at a match between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn versus John Cena and Kevin Owens. What do you guys think about this matchup and John Cena coming back in the picture to face the tribal chief with Reigns? Mr. Everything.
1: Uh, I think it's like what we've been saying
0: before. It's
1: going to lead into the uh, Sami Zayn um, Story Leading up to the, the title um, He's going to win Royal Rumble uh, Undoubtedly He's going to win Royal Rumble In my opinion Why they bring John Cena in the mix You really don't need the man uh, I hope this doesn't say Oh let's throw John Cena Versus uh, Roman Reigns One more time for Royal Rumble Or yeah I see it too I see it too And I, I, I don't want to see it you know, I don't want to say, we, we've done it enough. We've overdone it. Uh, when he came back and he faced Roman Reigns and Roman ran through him, uh, I don't think we need it anymore. Uh, John Cena, if he wants a match, he can go get one of these other guys and and help their careers. But Roman Reigns really don't need it right now. Um, I, think it, and I think it takes away from Sami Zayn, in my opinion. And it takes away from Kevin Owens. So let's put the focus on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, let them have their moment and let Sami Zayn go into WrestleMania and see what he does with the Tribal Chief.
0: LP, what do you think about Roman Reigns with Sami Zayn versus John Cena and K.
2: Ah, uh, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not a big I'm not a big Cena fan, but I get it. Cena, Cena bring guys to your product. You know, I I definitely agree. He's not necessarily needed, but he brings eyes to the product. I mean, they probably they probably didn't think of no other kind of way to do something big uh, for the last uh, SmackDown of the year. I think if Roman, you know, Roman hasn't been pinned since for a long time. Um, Three years. Yeah, Roman hasn't been pinned in three
0: years, sir's.
2: If John Cena, if John Cena pin Roman uh, next week, then is it definitely doing this week? This week? No, is it this week?
0: No, next, we got one week. more
2: week. Yeah, next week. Next week. He, if he pins Roman, then it's gonna be him and Roman at WrestleMania. I don't, I, I don't see it no other kind of way because that's gonna start that story or the War Rumble. Because again, you right. They they could have to he he ain't gonna have nobody fight Roman. Unless you fight KO. And I think KO's going to be in the Royal Roma. it's going to come down to KO and Sammy. Um, so, Roma's not going to have no matches at the Royal Roma. He has to fight somebody. So, that's why I think they brought John Cena in. Because, you know, don't nobody want to see it, of course. But, on paper, people is going to bring guys to the product. Because John Cena is still very popular for whatever reason. Uh, he's still it's a... He's John a, Cena. Whatever. Uh, he, he's always going to be a person. I mean, they can't get The Rock back. Stone Cold is not, can't really wrestle. Undertaker's too old. Edge has ran his course. John Cena, uh, nobody wants to see Goldberg. John Cena is the only character that they have that can still, unless you guys can think of somebody else. John Cena is the only, he's he's the only wrestler that can show up now that still can wrestle With the exception of Daniel Bryan, which is another another company, Uh, uh, who anybody else that could do it, they're wrestling somewhere else. So Dean Ambrose, yeah, yeah, somewhere else. So John Cena, John Cena is it? Like, (laughs) so that's that's why they're doing it. Like I said, it it makes sense. I ain't excited about it, but it's hopefully it'll be a good match. Have something to do with the story that they're trying to write. But if Cena if Cena pins him, get prepared for that Royal Rumble man. because
1: you know they're going. But you know they're going to they're going to protect Roman Reigns. They're not going to have him um uh, get pinned by Cena. Then Cena probably pinned Sami Zayn, and that'll start a little conflict between John Cena and uh Roman Reigns. Or we could uh, increase the conflict between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Have uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and protects John Cena. John Cena can get uh, taken out of the equation by Solo Sokoa. It 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 it, it enhances Solo's career. Uh, it protects John Cena. It enhances the situation between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and it protects Roman Reigns. Yeah, but, but at this man.
2: point, at this point, they, does does John Cena need to be protected? Does Roman need any more protection than he already has? Like, come on, man! It's, it's time for them to stop babying, babying a lot of this stuff. If Roman get pinned, okay, he should have been pinned a long time ago. So if he get pinned by Cena, it's not going to ruin that one thing. They're, these are the commentaries that keep on bringing it up, blah blah blah. But it it's not going to amount to a hill of beans with the with the story. Let Cena pin him. Let Roman be pissed off that his streak is over. And, you know, Roman still owed Cena for that time Cena owned him in that ring. And, like, you remember that? I ain't gonna never forget that time. He embarrassed Roman in that ring. Roman still got that comeback. And I think between now and then, Roman got to get his face back. He's the tribal chief. John Cena still made him his bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, he they, still-
0: had, they, had a, they had a good back-and-forth banter uh, this, this summer uh, when they did the Summer of Cena, right? And there's John Cena faced Roman Reigns. And I think the thing that kind of sealed the deal for Roman Reigns, Roman was like, if John Cena wins the belt, I'm leaving the company. And that kind of, <laughs> he was like, oh, okay, you're going to do that? Huh? All right. You know, because Roman Reigns knows he's he's top billing right now. Oh, and he beat everybody. Everybody. So, I, I think it's going to be a good match. I want to see that. I think that that match is going to have some twists and turns. Uh, Sammy and K, uh, Ko have went to war before, so I, I don't think I, I don't know why they acting like it's a it's a big moral thing to go against your friend when they have done battle multiple times. So I think it'll be a really good match, man. I think Sammy is going to shine in that match like he always does, uh, and. In that match, of Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, John Cena, and KO, who's the star, fellas? Who's the star, who's the star in this match?
2: The referee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's still, it's still, because everybody, everybody is more worried about what's going to happen if Roman's going to, if Roman's going to lose. Yeah. You know, like, I still, I still think they still, they're letting people come up, but they still stopping them to a certain point. They're not letting, they still let Roman
0: bypass by the, the myth and legend of, of Roman Reigns. You know what
2: I mean? Why are they doing that? I'm sorry, they they still messing up the rest of the roster because, like I asked you guys earlier, nobody could think of somebody who else could Roman fight in Royal on Cody. Did awesome, you fight Jerry.
0: Cody.
2: Cody got no business coming right back in the title. Austin
1: awesome Theory, Hey man, If anybody, oh, shit, can Roman Reigns, no. John Cena can wrestle Austin awesome Theory. Did you no, say no. you wanted Austin
0: awesome Theory to wrestle
1: Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? No, no. Uh, it's Royal Rumble. John Cena and,
2: oh. and Austin Theory at Royal Rumble. No, I'm oh, talking okay. about who can wrestle. Okay, let's say let's say we say uh, Cody. That's one person. Anybody else? And we ain't talking about nobody somewhere else. We talking about who they have now. Right now. On the roster. There's nobody. Kevin Owens.
1: We we can put Kevin Owens in there. Um,
0: Bray, but I don't know what they're doing with Bray right now.
2: They keep him doing Bray right now.
0: I have no idea what they're doing with Bray.
2: Sheamus. Um, out of
0: and nowhere? Mavs, I don't think so, man. Uh, Seamus, yeah. Seamus be they, good I they
1: mean, they've done, they've done a lot of matches out of nowhere with Roman Reigns. So,
2: but you at least, you at least want to have it, even though you know Roman not gonna lose before WrestleMania. You at least want to make it believable. Like mm-hmm. anybody who can make it believable from here on out. It well, is. the one with, with Drew McIntyre
1: at Crash of the Tri- uh, Crash of the Council didn't wasn't believable, and that was just thrown out of I, it. Out of I don't know what.
2: I believe that they was going to let him take one of the belts. I did believe that. I you did. know, a, and also there's a thing I read before. They said originally, what was supposed to happen was Austin Theory was going to use his money in the bank, and they was going to make it a triple threat match, and Drew was going to win but he was only going to get one belt but they mm-hmm. decided at the last minute to change it and let roman keep over the belt that's what they should have did that's what that's why they let that's why he had on to that to that money in the bank and then when they decided not to do it they didn't have nothing for him to do with that money in the bank and we all saw how that turned out so
0: and That was a hard cashier and they had to do my boy like that but
2: <laughs> um
0: i think i think roman is going to have they're going to they're going to put somebody big with roman uh, if if not the rock, then it's gonna be uh if not the rock, then it's gonna be it Cena. It has to be Cody. It's be, It'll be Cena Cody. It'll be Seth. Seth, Seth? No. No. Man, listen. You no. don't wanna see Seth and Roman?
2: No. Mm-hmm. If you, you gotta pay attention to the landscape, they keeping they keeping Seth away from Roman Duke. Like they get as long as Seth got Seth and a theory, their little thing will go on for a while. I think their thing will go out away. Maybe not a WrestleMania, but it's gonna be going on, it's gonna be going on for a while. Like I'm telling you, they don't got nobody. It's gonna be Goldberg, I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> now go, Goldberg just recently it. said he's done. He's done with WWE, he's not doing it anymore.
0: He just
2: said he, it in the interview
0: just recently. Yeah, yeah I, know. To be I know. Yeah, sure. Just like Mick the other It's a wrap on them. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go ahead and uh, move over to Raw, fellas. Uh, listen, there's a lot of stuff that happened on Raw, but the thing that really got my attention was when Rhea Ripley faced Akira Tozawa in the ring on Monday night. Raw, this was an intergender match. I'm not big on interviewing inter- matches. Uh, Akira Tozawa, there was a match before. Akira Tozawa interfered. He threw water in Dominic's face. Rhea Ripley got upset after they lost the match. Uh, she walked up to Akira Tozawa and landed a solid, solid punch on his jaw. I heard it was a thud too. It was stiff. <laughs> he got up. I don't know why the Street Prophets egged him home to go in there in that match to get his ass whooped by one. But he went up there and obviously he had some you know, conflictions because he didn't want to hit him. But you can still put on a good match with the woman, uh, wrestling-wise. Do roll-ups and all that stuff. And he was very familiar with that being the 24 former 24-7 champion. He can do roll-ups, he can do pins and all that stuff. Real Ripley dominated. This man in the ring picked him up like a grown-ass baby, walked him around the ring. Uh, every shot that she hit him with was stiff and hard. It almost reminded me of China, when China yeah, exactly. was the intercontinental champion and she was dominating all the men on the roster. Rhea Ripley had that same kind of aura, but China was a different type of beast, though. But Rhea Ripley had that same kind of aura, and I think that's what they're leaning to. Like I said, I'm not a fan of intergender matches because I don't believe in men beating on women. But in this case, it was reversed because she beat the hell out of Kairi Let me go around the room. What did you guys think about that spot? Did you like it? Did you not like it, Mister Everything?
1: Man, uh, we, we we saw it. We saw the writings on the wall for a very long time. Let's not forget when Nia Jax got into the men's Royal Rumble and took everybody's finish. So, (laughs) uh, they they have been been showing us that Rhea Ripley is a dominant female. She is like a China in the WWE nowadays. So, um, the only problem is where do you go from there? Like, how do you continue doing this without taken away from uh, a male superstar in this day and age. Like, back in the day, it was different. You know, it was something we we wanted to watch. China versus, you know, Chris Jericho was always a a banger. But now you have this this day and age where it's like, like you said, we don't want to see a man fighting a woman. You know, there's women that watch the product that say, that's not right or, you know, that's a trigger for me. So... Um, I think this may be a one-off for her. And say, figure out exactly what they're going to do with her as far as the women's division.
0: But it was it was entertaining to see. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was entertaining to see. I don't think Akira Tozawa lost anything because Akira Tozawa is funny to me. Akira Tozawa he, he's an underrated talent uh, and he's underutilized. But they do utilize him in, in a lot of comedy segments, which I do like because he is hilarious. Um, to me, anyway. Um, but I, like I said, I don't like seeing intergender matches. That's just me. I would prefer they, you know, they went a different way with that. But you know, they just try to test the waters and see if that's something that they can possibly do in the future. LP, what do you think about intergender matches, man? Uh, I, you know,
2: I came up with everybody else watching. May Young get power bomb to a table, and <laughs> back in the days when they didn't give a damn. Like, I, I, as I tell you guys, all, every week when I'm sitting there editing, I put on old Rawls, on Peacock, and I just, I just let them play, 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 play. And the matter of fact, I'm on in there now when Stone Cold was a bad guy, and Stone Cold, this is when Holly, this is Molly Holly, and Spike had a little relationship. And Stone Cold, <laughs> Stone Cold beat them down so bad, or you remember when Stone Cold beat Lita and the Hardy Boys. Like it came, it came part of the business, right? right. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna let Rhea start putting her hands on men, then those men are gonna have to start putting hands back on her. I mean, I'm I, that's why they need to stop it because also too, you don't want these young girls watching this and that's okay. Well, I can I can punch a guy in the face. And he's not gonna hit me back. Like they, they can, that can cause a lot of issues. So not a lot of little girls dressed up like real for Halloween and stuff. And them little girls gonna go to, school. just like we know our young sons and stuff do. They gonna go to the school and think they can punch a little kid in the face, and that little kid can get her down rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I think they need to stop it. It's like either leave her in the female division, or Y'all go ahead and bring it back. She started having messed with men and let them wrestle her. So yeah, I, I think I think I think it's a bad idea for them. I, they already showed some strong. They ain't got to keep on trying to keep the envelope. Uh, you know, cause even even the uh, uh, even AJ Style boys, uh what was it, what, uh, Gallows again, like when oh, he, we'll see. Yeah. That dude with a powerbomb her. Like everybody was been like, oh no, oh no, but it's like, oh, yeah. come on now. So you. You got yeah they 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 need I, I'm not a fan I, I, I'm not against the matches like like I know you said you don't like it but if it's done right it's safe you know I I, I think it's perfectly fine if it's just like women playing football or women doing a lot of other sports with men if you do it right and you know but no once you step in that ring that's yeah, they, they can, what it is. they can't keep on letting her attack people and then they all want to attack back but then like, oh no. She's a woman. In 2022. Women's gender roles are supposed to be going away. Y'all can't be generalizing. Oh no, she's a woman. Uh No, that woman is body slammed me on the on a hard mat <laughs> <laughs>
0: in front of in front of everybody and my mama. You yeah,
2: Naya like, <laughs> Jax kept on doing a whole lot of stuff. And yeah. you know, I don't know if you got there, but you know when she punched R two. They said, she really, he R two for real.
0: like They said, like, afterwards, they had some words. Like, yeah. gotta do that. Oh, man. Speaking of uh, terrorizing and attacks, man, the bloodline came to Monday Night Raw and they wrecked shop on everyone. They beat up the OC. They beat up Dolph Ziggler. They beat up Shelton Benjamin and uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. Senator Alexander, hint, hint, wink, wink. We're going to go back to that. Uh, they, they just terrorized everybody. Um, Adam to looked like he did not know what to do. <laughs> kind of like he was stuck in that thing. Like, I know this is my top talent here. I know this is their group. I have power, but if I make the wrong decision, it's not going to be good. He wants a very deadline uh, Adam Pearce does. What do you guys think about the power of the bloodline? And do you see that storyline going any further uh, with just terrorizing the Raw roster? Or do you think there's going to be somebody to be able to stop them? Let me go with Mr. Everything. Uh, I think this is more so
1: of uh, the bloodline showing that they can go wherever they want because they should be able to go wherever they want because they are the unified tag team champions. They should be going raw and they should be going smackdown. And we've been talking about how we don't have any tag teams trying to chase them for the titles. I think this is their like I said last week, this is their opportunity to say, "Yo, we here. If you want it, come get it." So them attacking tag teams Rather than just random people puts that uh, you know, puts eyes on the fact that, you know, they're looking for some talent. They're looking for some competition. So, I think this was a really good idea. It was great. Um, The Hurt business, you know, Cedric and Shelton, I don't see really, I don't really see that happening as far as them with the Usos. But, it did put them, it did give them some TV time. It did take them out of catering
0: for a little while so let's let, see what let, happens let me, let me let me put a pin that, sir. and lp <laughs> i don't want you to mention what he just mentioned because i'm a, I'm a transition but what do you think about the bloodline terrorizing the raw and smackdown rosters uh
2: i mean I, I thought it was something different it was something it gave me nwo vibes uh even the way they filmed it or whatever i thought it, i thought it was cool um I didn't like the way it ended with the last match because it was like they ran out of power. They was like, it's like the bad guy's bad guy. Then he's doing a good team. He just get weak. It's like they were beating everybody the whole show, but then y'all yeah. can't beat Russ Rollins and, and KO. And where the hell was KO the whole entire time while this is going on? He had time to come out with his music drop. Everybody been getting smashed <laughs> since the show started
0: because of you. It's so smart, yeah. yeah. He been hiding in the back.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm like, where are you at? You got time like, for oh, like you should have been out there. So uh yeah, I I think I do like the way they did it. I don't think I don't think the bloodline is like a corporate ministry where they got a bunch of guys you're afraid of. Like I really think solo is probably like the powerhouse. You will you shouldn't be afraid of Jimmy and Jay and Sammy. So I'm sorry. Like they're not Ron Strowman mm-hmm. or you know, scary kind of guys. Nobody
0: in the back. I hear, I hear what you're saying. Before damn near a whole year, Jay Uso was beating up dudes in the back. He was beating up people in the ring for a whole year by himself. Jay showed his dominance. Jay showed that he can be a main event player. I think when the the bloodline kind of separates and do their own thing, Jay Uso is still going to be a star wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Um. So and, and and I know what you mean, but they these them two twins, man, they got something special. They got something special when they touch that ring, man. And it's something that I haven't seen in a lot of other tag teams. Just just the way that they communicate and the flow of everything is on point, man. So you gotta give credit where credit is due, man. You know, the bloodline is 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 dominant right now. Even this Sammy Uso, it's super over. Sammy is more over than everybody in the bloodline but Roman Reigns nah he's more over than Roman you think he's more over than Roman
2: I personally
0: think he's more over than
2: Roman start maybe start start paying attention to the pop Sammy 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 is a good pop he's over Roman Roman does don't get me wrong Roman does too but that's why I think that's how they are gonna start changing that story like Roman gotta be like like the like last week, like they coming to Sammy before they coming to me. Like they yeah. get more, yeah. So that's why I think the story is headed. I guess we'll find out after, you know, what goes on, you know, what goes in the match. Because to be honest, Roman, Roman may do something and make Sammy take the loss, and then Sammy be like, "Hey man, I had it won, but you the one that messed it up," and everybody be well, like, hey, man, it was, "You did mess it up." So,
0: well, yeah. uh, in in the infamous words of Roman Reigns. You guys don't deserve Sammy Usa. Sammy is super over man and I'm interested to see where that goes. But if you guys remember during uh the Thunderdome era, 2020, when wrestling kind of went on standstill and they started having uh matches with no no crowd. Uh, this was the same time of the inter- introduction of, what was their name? Led by Mustafa Ali. Uh, Retribution. Which were oh, NXT callers. They came together in the group uh, and they started beating up and terrorizing and tearing up stuff. Nobody knew what was going on. I thought it was terrorist attacks on TV. But it was. It was just some soggy uh, call ups that got together and they put them together in the group. And... Uh, there was another group that was formed in defiance to be able to handle that business of sorts. Uh, I'm talking about the hurt business, gentlemen. On Monday Night Raw, MVP came up to Adam Pierce when he was mentioning Bobby Lashley. He said, Hey, Speaking of Bobby Lashley, and then something happened where referee came in and Adam Pierce got distracted and said, I can't talk to you anymore. That, to me, was hinting at a reunion of the Hurt Business with a new edition of the Nigerian Giant, Omos. Fellas, we've been talking about it. Now it looks like they might be hinting at it a little bit. I'm getting excited. I'm getting ready, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. LP, do you think they're going to bring back the Hurt
2: Business? Yeah, I I think they don't have a choice but to bring that Hurt Business. I think that despite WWE sometimes seem like they don't listen to their fans, I think they know there was a huge mistake to get rid of the Hurt Business, especially when you had a black faction that was very over with the fans and very popular um, for you guys. And they held down the pandemic the whole entire time like you guys and then you guys decide to disband them and I don't care if nobody say they disband them and then they use that formula and they created the bloodline basically I don't care if nobody agree with me I will stand on my heel and I would say that all day long the bloodline is not nothing but what the hurt business was almost with a, with a couple of tweets uh, inside so I definitely think they are I think that uh, with the bloodline tearing up stuff that uh MVP is pretty much gonna be like, hey, we can do something to protect this show. Mm-hmm. Let me put the boys back together. And they won't they won't come over here with that mess no more. <laughs> you know <laughs> they got the hurt business over there, Jimmy J Sammy, and then it's not coming over there around no more. I guarantee it. So I don't know how they're gonna play it yet, but I just kind of really feel like that's what MVP's gonna try to put in his ear, and Adam's gonna be like. I, I can't stop these boys because my boys in the back get smashed. So I need yes. <laughs>
0: I need something. And they haven't even shown said I, I don't forgot what said even look like. But they haven't <laughs> showed him, <laughs> <laughs> show him in uh-huh. the wrong. They showed, so, they showed the back of his head after he got beat up by the bloodline. Uh him and him and Sheldon, man. Um, I want to see them together. I want to see the hurt business happen. I think Omos with Bobby Lashley, Sheldon Benjamin, and uh, and Cedric Alexander, they would be great together. Who do you think they can add to that group which would really make them dangerous? Let me go around the room with that. Mr. Everything, who do you think the hurt business can really add to make the group even more dangerous? Mm.
1: I I honestly don't think they need to add anybody. Truthfully, um, because you have, let's say if we did the Hurt Business uh, opposite of the Bloodline, you got somebody for Solo in the form of uh, Omas. We got somebody for Roman in the form of uh, Bobby Lashley. And then you have Cedric and Shelton against, uh, uh, now let's say he just added KO for a reason, which would be stupid to me. Because um, he doesn't need to be a partner with anybody. But
2: you really don't she need to add that. anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you really don't need to add anybody to the Hurt Business. There's nobody there um, that's really doing anything that really sticks out. Um, Yeah, I, I think that's it. And I think if they do continue with this, as far as like the Hurt Business and the Bloodline, then we have our Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble matches. You got Cedric and Shelton versus the Usos, and you have Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. Um, that's the other person that we forgot about. You know, Bobby Lashley has been a main event player. Um, as far as him taking the belts, I don't see it because you have Brock Lesnar come back and interrupt that, and then take that feud back on, back on track into WrestleMania.
0: So let's yeah. see what happens. LP, how do you feel about? the reintroduction of the hurt business possibly happening on Monday night Raw uh
2: yeah I, if they got on they stronger than the blue line. I mean I'll take I'll take Bobby Roman any day of the week if you want to talk about like if you want to keep it 100 Bobby can beat Roman easily uh I really think Sheldon I'm, I'm a diehard Sheldon Benjamin fan Sheldon I Inter- was oh, no, about, about to say Sheldon Entertainer <laughs> <laughs> Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Cedric Alexander, I didn't know much about him until the Hurt Business. I know he was new, but he's good. Um, I think that they can beat Jimmy and Jace. I don't think they would do it soon as they form the Hurt business. I think that would be too much of a shot. Um Omas Solo is not messing with no Omas. I'm sorry. Solo is, solo is dominant to everybody that's like a certain height. Like solo. Yeah. Solo is not gonna body bronze. He's not gonna body who else? Who's another big man? He's he he in trouble big with Gotha. Yeah, he, Solo will beat everybody else. But when, if he got to do this right here, <laughs> he big not. <laughs> so you put that together. Unless they decide to add a female, they don't need to. But I would love to see Bianca in it just because I've always wanted to. I when they was when they was a thing. I wanted Naomi to join her Business. I did too. I wanted I, her- thought were, I thought they were leaning
0: that way when she had the uh, the little storyline going with. Um, I'm forgetting everybody's name today. What was Sonya Deville. She had a little storyline going with Sonya Deville, when Sonya was uh, was, was assistant GM. I thought they were going that way. That route with it, but they did not. And I was like, oh man, that, that would have been a great opportunity to really introduce a female uh, okay. dominant player in the bloodline. And I think that Naomi could have been there. Uh, if not Naomi, when Nia Jax was there, I thought Nia was going to join the bloodline. And that would, yeah, you, she would have been a, a real Ripley, dominate men out there. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you would really have to watch her. Uh I also see what's my girl name. Uh she used to manage the Usos back in NXT. Tamina. Tamina. Nobody's meaning Tamina. Tamina. Yeah, but I don't know why they're keeping Tamina away from the bloodline I don't I don't understand that when she used to be their manager, uh the Uso's manager. So that's, that's not pretty good. it's not a good
2: She's not a uh, good wrestler. I wouldn't say that. I
0: gonna say she's was. not a good wrestler. You would. <laughs> <laughs> y'all put some. Y'all put some respect on Tamina's name, man. Tamina ain't that bad, Jack. You
2: know I mean? Not better than Tamina and, and, T- and Tamina and Nia. Jack was not great. She's a big, strong person, but she's not like. That's it. That's why I think. But now if they add her, then they. I mean, they would have that. I don't. But I don't think the Bloodline needs a female. I kind of think that throws the dynamics are putting a female in the Bloodline.
0: That you just keep it the way it is.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't feel adding nobody. I mean, adding solo made sense. You know, that that worked out, but yeah, I don't see them adding nobody else. But I'm telling you, if you want to keep a 100, post it in the comments. The bloodline would body, would get bodied by the hurt business. I'm sorry. Straight up. Straight I would, up. I would
0: have to I, have to, I have to agree with you. Especially when they put Omas and Bobby together i don't see nobody really <laughs> standing in their way to be honest with you. Um, i don't see that at all.
2: They, have at to all. Call the rock. <laughs> they will have to call the rock.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Well, fellas, uh let me let me slide over to NXT where the new day defended their new WWE NXT Tag Team Championship against a team of Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Uh, they're very good, man. I like them boys, man. They they smash mouth. They almost remind you of Bradshaw and Farouk. Uh, the way they style is, is you know. And the new day had some trouble with Josh Briggs and, and Brooks Jensen, man. But the new day ended up pulling off that win. And defending their NXT titles, they look good. They fit into the whole mold of NXT. And I know we said that they'll be a good fit. But how do you guys feel like the New Day is fitting into the NXT landscape? Let me go just to everything.
1: Oh, uh, man. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, because you think about the main roster, once you get to the main roster, everything everything kind of waters down a little bit. Like your your holds down, you know your high flying abilities. We don't really see Coffee Kingston doing the things that he's capable of doing. Um, you know Xavier kind of slowed down a little bit, but once you go down NXT, it's you know it's Bing 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 Bing. It's it's ball to the wall down there. Um, so them going down there, so they can still keep up with the younger guys. And bring the younger guys up, make them look like superstars. So when they go to the main roster, they already have uh, a name for themselves, they already have a following, and they already have the ability to just stand and you know toe to toe with some of the bigger superstars. So I love it. Uh, let's keep in you know, New Day down there a little while longer, and keep helping out some of these younger guys a little while longer as well.
0: Yeah, uh, LP, what do you think about the New Day? In
2: NXT, uh, I think I think it worked. Um, I you know I wasn't a big fan before because I was just like I still feel like it's developmental, but it's working for them, giving them a chance to shine. So I think I think that part is good. Um, I don't think they need to stay there because uh, I mean, they are like the old guys are still hanging around the high school kids. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I think they need to go there and do like. How long was Doug Ziggler? He was there for like a couple of months, maybe. Like two, yeah. or three
0: months, man. But he made the biggest impact uh, uh, coming in. Yeah, I
2: think I think it needs to be something like something like that. But I don't know at the same time. Uh, what did, what do they got when they come back? So I mean, they they'll go back to doing you know what they were doing. I I think this allows them to be superstars and. And not looking like c SmackDown had them
0: looking like c Maybe they need to go to Raw when they come back. I think they do need to go to Raw, man. I think they'll fit in better at Raw. Uh, they always look good at Raw. But to be honest with you, SmackDown is the show that you want to be on. Because they get more eyeballs on SmackDown. Uh, you just don't get that much time. That's it.
1: Real quick, let's give uh, Coffee his flowers for being the only the only two-time Triple Crown winner. Like, the only hmm. tag team and singles competition.
0: Yeah, he's the only one. I thought that, I thought the yeah. Miz was too. But I, apparently, he's Miz not. hasn't won anything in
1: NXT. He, so in the so NXT, right. So, he's eliminated out of that. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations,
0: coach. <laughs>
2: they might send him over there too.
0: Hey, man, if they do sit the men's over there, he would be a star next week.
2: He would take over
0: there, too. <laughs> well, uh, another person who came from NXT uh, is Otis, man. And today, Otis is celebrating a birthday. So, fellas, uh, from everybody at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, we want to wish Otis a very Happy birthday. And if you see in the bottom, uh, you see the beautiful Mandy Rose. Uh, it's so a lot of stuff going on about Mandy Rose. Tell do you want to talk about the golden goddess real quick? Nope. Well, we gonna <laughs> talk about it anyway. Uh, I want to show <laughs> the picture that got her canned. Oh man. Mm. That was it right now. Uh, Mandy Rose, man, putting some case stuff up on her uh, fans-only page. News just came out. She said, "I'm going to keep the page up." But you know what? I want to, I want to, I want to commend Mandy Rose real quick because I watched the, the match that she had, where she had the shop to drop the belt. She was very professional the whole entire time. Even though she knew she had just got fired, even though she knew she had to drop the belt, she was a class act professional. And uh she did, she could have she could have freaked out, she could have had a CM Punk moment, you know what I'm saying? Uh but she did not, she kept a professional, so I want to commend her for doing that. But Mandy Rose is out here on her on her fans only page, making half a million in a week. <laughs> making half a million in a week, Jet, you know got me reevaluating life. I'm like, I can put some I can put some toe pictures up real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah this a holiday. Boy, I, put, I got some section kneecaps. I can make some money off these kneecaps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's making a half a million off of, off of nothing. She ain't even showing nothing. She, you know, half a million. I'll show some toes real quick, just where I signed up at. Uh, <laughs> Man, uh so your girl Mandy Rose, man, she's still going to do her thing and I think uh she's going to be good wherever she is. Fellas, what do you see happening to Mandy because I honestly think they just kind of did this to transition her out of NXT and possibly move her up to main roster and we might ha- see her on the Royal Rumble this year. I'm not sure. Maybe they really did fire her and maybe she has some other opportunities Elsewhere, I know a lot of people are kind of jumping at the bit to get Mandy Rose on their roster. Mr. Everything, what do you think uh, is going to happen to Mandy Rose? Uh, I don't think Indians is going to her. I think she's
1: going to sit at home, relax, rehab, um, any in- injuries that she may have, um, and come back stronger than ever, like you said. Like she made this may be the opportunity to take her back up to the main roster. Uh, she's done everything she can do at NXT. She got enough money to sit at home and relax. So I, I, that's what I would do: sit at home, relax, and let this whole thing blow over and come back on the main roster.
0: LP, what are your thoughts on Mandy Rose? Man, do you see uh, Mandy Rose possibly going to an Impact or AEW?
2: Mandy Rose is going to be all elite <laughs> the next time she comes back. And I'm going to tell you why. I think that because she can still make that money she's making and then she can still have a contract. Um, like I you guys in the chat, one of the reasons why a lot of people are saying they, they, I believe this fine is real. I don't think about like the whole Barbie Lashley mess. I think this is real because the WWE can't get a, they can't get any of that money that she makes like that. Um, they're just like when they made all the wrestlers get rid of their, their uh, what was it Twitch, uh, their streaming accounts or whatever. Yeah. When they, when they first fired, uh, what was the girl named? It's uh, Vega, but she, you know, of course, she ended up coming back. Vega, yeah. yeah, but when all that was going on, they were talking about a lot of these wrestlers. They do that to make that extra money, and that was their money. So WWE wanted a part of it, and I'm pretty sure WWE figured out a way for they can get that bread. And um, like I was telling you guys in the chat, and I didn't know the season, so I had a, somebody told me I looked it up, that the macho man had got that slim Jim contract by himself. I remember stepping in the slam jam, even now you think of slim Jim, you think about macho man. WWE yeah. didn't have, they didn't have no parts of their money. So the Macho Man got all that money, and that was one of the reasons why they got rid of Macho Man. He never really came back out of there and really look at the time frame when things happened. And it's just yeah. like I, I love wrestling. I've been watching wrestling for, you know, my whole life. But the stuff they do when it comes to that contract workers and how they be doing them money-wise, is kind of crappy. So I think that, yeah. I think manny Rose is going to somebody else because look what I did for y'all company. Y'all mad at me because she's not going to make that kind of money properly on a contract. So, and she's still going to make that money. Like, that money's still going to keep coming in. So get, coming in. go ahead and get that contract. <laughs> Tony, if you want to keep on wrestling or wherever you want to go and keep on making that money, because your body, your body is not going to, the thing with wrestling is your body is not going to be able to do this forever. And look at, look at how many wrestlers that are, you know, that don't have the money that you probably think they would have because they didn't invest. You know, I'm not a John Cena fan at all, but I get it. John Cena wants to do movies, you know, and he's making some money. Uh, you know, doing movies. Roman probably thinking the same thing. Roman's not going to be the tribe chief when he's 80. So he he's going to try to do movies and they're going to be horrible and nobody's going to watch his movies and he's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do <laughs> like Randy Orton. He's going to, Randy Orton try to do movies and they didn't do well and Randy Orton stayed, but when he was at. Uh, the Miz, he tried to make some movies. Triple H. Let's not forget about the chaperone. And so, <laughs> of their movies. Like, um, they all try to be superstars But really only Hogan at one point in time did it The Rock You kind of can say Cena, so Cena Cena's not as big as The Rock But Cena is shit you know, alright
0: Roddy Piper
2: Yeah Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper Roddy Piper did pretty good Um, But you never saw Rick Flair You never saw You know there's a lot of other characters you can see here and there But <laughs> Mick Foley did a couple of movies, but they didn't become stars. So I think right. you got to look out. I think you got to look out for yourself in the future. And I think Manny Rose is very smart. And that picture was <laughs> that picture was pretty hot, but it won't worth being fired over. like
0: it won't it not worth being fired over. You know, all she, all she
2: did was
1: all she did was the same thing Shawn Michaels did. And I get it. it's not the '90s anymore, but it's the same thing Shawn Michaels did.
2: So what's the problem? John Michael's on what Playboy magazine. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. We about it. I mean, and that was a different time
0: period too, you know. What? Because I mean? because China was in. Hold on, China was in Playboy. Yeah, but she had a WWE contract,
2: yeah. and she went full news. Who was that connected to? WWE got some of that. China, yeah. Uh in Playboy, Uh China. Tori um, Wilson, I believe. Charlotte Flair. Oh, Charlie did Playboy? Uh-huh. No, did she? When? I gotta look man, that up, man. Christy Hemme, Christy Hemme did Playboy. Trish Stratus Trist- never did it. Even though that's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for Trish. <laughs> I used to be like this, waiting. <laughs> <Never. laughs> oh man! But WWE did that contract. Like
0: I said, it goes back and WWE getting some of that money. Well, man, uh, listen, talking about uh, money and superstars, man. Uh, Sasha Banks has been in the news for WWE and uh, Sasha Banks is demanding more money from WWE. She feels like she should get paid the exact same thing that Charlie Flair and Becky Lynch are being paid as part of the the Four Horsewomen, I don't see why she wouldn't be able to get the same type of money that um, a a big-time Bex or a Charlotte Flair or Ronda Rousey is getting. She's in that caliber of athletes. Um, She has all the accolades. She has the star appeal. I don't know why you wouldn't want to pay her that amount of money, but I also was understand that uh, there's an air of arrogance and attitude when it comes to Sasha Banks and demanding what she wants and, and 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 she has all rights to demand what she's worth Um, but I would want to see those negotiations played out a little bit better man I would like to see Sasha Banks back in the WWE ring she doesn't have to come back she doesn't have to come back for the money but I kind of do think that she should get paid the exact same, if not a little bit more, than big-time bets uh, and some of these other women, high-caliber women like Ronda Rousey and the Charlotte Flair are getting paid. Mr. Everything, do you think that Sasha Banks has some validity in her claim in wanting more money from the WWE?
1: absolutely oh i mean because she was what the first one to <laughs> do a women's cage match i mean she was the first in, in doing a lot of different things that everyone talks about uh and i want to say Becky List is getting close to like five million a year i just recently looked at the wwe uh pay roster the highest paid right now is Brock lesnar at 12 million Part 12 time. million
2: dollars.
1: 12 million, part-time. <laughs> part-time. 12 million dollars. Um, but yeah, you know, Sasha, she does she does have a good argument. Uh, because she is one of those, like you said, the four horse women of professional wrestling. So why not? I mean, she's better than Ronda Rousey. She's $10 million better than Ronda Rousey. Okay. <laughs> so get a woman that
0: money. LP, do you think Sasha Banks has a legitimate claim for wanting more money from the WWE?
2: Yeah, Sasha should Sa- be one of the top three or four uh, when it comes to the highest-paid uh, females. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the... We the, the, definitely should go over those rates one day um, about who's getting paid what, because that's a lot of money, because I like Becky, but... ah. I don't know if she deserves that much. Like, hey, God, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> no, wrestling-wise, Um, I know one thing we didn't ever do. We did the men. I think we did everybody else. But did we ever do the the Mount Rushmore female wrestling? Like, who who do we think should be on the Mount Rushmore female wrestling? Because I probably would put Sasha Banks on there. I got to think. Let me, I got to think, but Sasha Banks might be on there, but I'm, I'm trying to, I, I just, it just hit my head oh,
0: just, man <clears throat> I think on my and you can only pick four women so that's kind of tough I think uh, on my on my Mount Rush more for women I think I would have to put Trish Stratus China, Charlotte Flair Wolfe oh. Who was that? What's that little ass woman? You gotta be a pioneer. I would say somebody like her. May Young. May Young or Molly Holly? <laughs> I would, for real, I would put May Young or Molly Holly. Listen, y'all can, hey, listen, people can talk about May Young all they want to, but May Young has some of the most entertaining segments in WWE history. If, if, do you guys remember when she used to have this thing with... uh, it was uh, so Mark, a big Mark with Henry with the sensual chocolate thing. Yeah, and they thought that May Young she was playing Mark Henry. Mark Henry is all of about four hundred pounds at the time, and May Young you. was about eighty five, maybe <laughs> <laughs> a golden girl. Oh man, those were some of the most cringe-worthy, but some of the most entertaining segments. And let's not forget, LP, you, were, you reminded me of it a little bit earlier. Mae Young would get power, we would take these huge bumps. I remember when she got power bombed off the top rope by Bubba Ray Dunley. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my God,
0: that was an 85 year old woman getting power bombed off the top rope. So I got to give credit to May Young. What May Young is do, man. So I would say, I would say May Young, Trish Stratus, Charlotte Flair. uh, and who else did I say? In China, China. That would be my. That would be my Mount Rushmore for women. Uh, Mister Everest, who's your Mount Rushmore for women? Uh, it's going to be China.
1: It's going to be Lita. It's going to be Mula, and it is going to be jazz. Ooh,
0: okay, yes. I like that jazz. Yes, jazz. <laughs> jazz was ahead of her time, man. I think jazz, Absolutely. man. If she really would have been in this era of women, jazz would be dominant. Very. I used to, I used to like jazz uh, a, a lot. Uh, let me go ahead, LP man. Who will be your Mount Rushmore? of women wrestlers
2: definitely china i mean i don't don't think nobody can make a list without having china um i definitely i i I agree with you with the may young because you got to have an older person on your list i'm not gonna say moolah because moolah got a bad moolah reputation took her off my list moolah disqualified for all the stuff she did uh I really, I really would put Sasha on my list because Sasha broke a lot of barriers, and then she's not a white wrestler; like she's a woman of color. Like to get where she's able to get as a, as really, to me, one of the first women of color to get where she was at. And I say that Jazz was, Jazz, we had uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, we had a lot of, uh, you know, we had a lot of women of color, but nobody never really. Became superstars, right? Sasha, Sasha somebody else was the first woman of color. Superstar. Um, so I definitely got to put Sasha up there. Um, and I guess, I, I yeah, I, I guess I. I put <laughs> Go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do it. You know
0: you want to. Go ahead, do it.
2: Push Charlotte <laughs> over there. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair. No, I put Charlotte. He's nowhere close. What? I put, what? What? Charlotte. Charlotte ain't an accomplished member, being the seed of Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy, yeah. sir. I put Blasphemy. Lita. I probably would put Lita, but it, it's hard. I mean, I like Trish too, but. They they didn't wrestle a lot during the era, but Trish Trish went through a lot of stuff. Like the stuff Vince you have her doing, she kind of, you know, <laughs> Green America. I thought about Sable too, because Sable was really she a love Sable. So I got now nah, I gotta put Sable. I gotta put Sable instead of put leader and because I gotta put somebody from the era. Sable Sable was a major star. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think I think I did.
0: I used to love Sable, man. I I don't think a lot of people forgot about Sable. Sable was like a vixen, man. I mean, blonde hair, you know, everything that you would think about of a bombshell. She was sexy, but she had this power bomb called the Sable Bomb that I used to love watching her do. But she was, you know, as a teenage boy watching Sable. I'm going to just leave it at that. Uh, Moving on from (laughs) That's how Brock got hooked. You know what I'm saying? That's how Brock got uh, Fellas, we also saw on Monday Night Raw uh, the debut of somebody who I don't know why he got fired in the first place, but they just bought him back. Your boy Bronson Reed is back on the roster, back in the picture, and he was introduced by not only the one and only Mike the Miz. How do you guys feel about Bronson Reed being back? Uh, he he left from NXT, uh, done some stuff in New Japan and a couple of smaller promotions, changed his name to Jonah. He was dominating a lot of places that he went, and now he's back in WWE. Uh, let me go LP, man. What are you thinking? I know you don't like NXT columns, but Bronson Reed is going to be a beast, man. How do you feel about Bronson Reed?
2: Being on the raw roster. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that much about him. I'm not to I'm gonna have to look. At some, you guys know how to start giving me some dossage with some of these guys, because <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know who he was. I saw a lot of people excited about it, but I didn't know. I had no idea who he was. So I guess mm-hmm. I have to see. Who he was. He's a big man, and WWE does bad things with big guys, so let's hope that they uh don't mess him up. Yeah, he's a
0: he's a he's a big guy man and I think that he could be very dominant I'm, I know he's not Samoan I know he's Aust- Australian I want to say Aus- is he from Australia yeah I believe he's from Australia um yeah. or New Zealand I'm sorry either New Zealand or Australia I, I, they come both in twice but he's uh from, I think from New Zealand if I want to say the right thing um, but anyway, he's he's big, he's strong, uh, he can be a dominant presence. And his tsunami, which is a big splash from the top rope, is something to behold. And uh, he smashed Dexter Loomis with that splash on Monday. I like him. I think Bronson Reed is going to be a good player, a big player. I want to see what he does, and uh, I want to see if he can really talk, because I really don't remember him speaking that much but we're going to see if he got the gift of gab and if he does he will be a threat on Monday night raw Uh, two more things fellas before we go ahead and end the show man listen we have uh, the test results back I know we talked about uh, Matt Riddle last week uh, being suspended from the drug test and we were all Kind of speculating what it was. What are the results oh, are yeah. here, uh, and Matt Riddle tested positive for uh, methamphetamine, uh, which t- t- Molly. Uh, so he get tested positive for Molly and cocaine. That's right, <laughs> that white girl, the Book of Sugar. Uh, Matt Riddle was out here tooting this scoop, <laughs> Tooting this scoop. <laughs> oh, it was uh, <laughs> I, I didn't want to want to see that but, you know, uh, Matt Riddle you know, he's 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 trying to get better. I think he's working on his mental health. He's been through a lot uh, you know, I lost Randy he went through a, a nasty divorce with his wife uh, his kids and, you know, it's a lot of stuff been going on with Matt Riddle and I know he's trying to get his mind back in a good place but uh, Matt Riddle was out here doing the hard stuff, boy. <laughs> uh, LP, I know you're happy to hear it. But what do you think about Matt Riddle's test results, man? And, uh, you know, I know we uh, – I just want to hear what you think about Matt Riddle's test results. What you got?
2: Uh, I mean, anybody that got a addiction or anything like that is not a thing to, uh, to joke about. If the guy needs help, he needs to get help. But the uh – there they need to change his character as well if he comes back. You can't have a guy who's all about smoking weed and doing drugs and then fire him for doing drugs. I mean the guy pushes. I know marijuana is legal in a lot of states, but at the same time, as a role model, or you know, he's a he's a he he's a baby face, so you got kids. Daddy, what's for a Tweenie? Daddy, what did you talk like that? Daddy, daddy. So you got a lot of parents that probably got to explain what his whole—he's a shaggy from Scooby Doo. If he was a wrestler, <laughs> <laughs> that's his damn thing. Not shaggy like, from Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah, getting wasted. So. so like nice. Lawing. <laughs> a fireman that gets high for getting high. So if he is, if he's able to kick this, they need to change his whole image a little bit. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be the same when he comes back. Kind of like when Stone Cold got in trouble for the Mexican stuff, and he came back and couldn't drink beer for a while, and he couldn't do middle finger. They, you know, WWE got to take some responsibility on this guy, because you can't get on other people by other stuff. You just fired, you just fired Mandy Rose. You just fired Mandy Rose too sexy, which was her character. This man is riding the white horse, and, and he's just suspended. So. Manny Rose probably could call a lawyer and be like, "You, you see this?" So you know they gotta, they they gotta do other stuff
0: about it. I don't know. Oh man, Mister Everything, what do you think about uh, Matt Riddle's test results, man? And uh, do you think it'll affect him moving forward? Uh,
1: <clears throat> truthfully, I think he's done. Mm. I think uh, I don't think there's a way to come back from the suspension. Um because of his character being uh, being able to get high on weed. Um uh, you, you pretty much had to bring him back as um uh, right to censor now. You know, <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> I'm serious. That's and that's not that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Um I am upset uh about the good brothers. You know, we, we always have this thing and we say, you know, brother and uh wrestling. And nobody was taking care of their brother. Like, you know this man was going through things as far as his family. Um, They exploited it a couple times on live TV, which, whatever. If he agreed to it, he agreed to it. But at the same time, you know this man was going through some stuff. Um, He should have had some brothers around him to make sure he wasn't out there doing what he's actually done. So, I hope he gets the help that he needs. And uh, we'll see him on the Or at another company, and
0: he'll get himself together and come back stronger than ever. So, yeah, I want to see Matt Riddle stay in the WWE ring, man. I think Matt Riddle is entertaining, he's yeah. insanely talented, man. Uh, I think if you give him a different type of character, he could can, he can run that and uh, be really interesting. Maybe come back with Judgment Day. You know, that'd be a, a change in character, uh, something a little bit different. Uh, he can still do remnants of his character um, that he had before, but uh, you know, we we wishing Matt Riddle a speedy recovery. I know we, uh, not everybody on this podcast like Mike, Matt Riddle, but you know, <laughs> as supporters, you know, and I, I know he's going through some things, so we wish him a speedy recovery, man. Uh, it's it's not easy going through some of those things, and sometimes going through hard things like that alone, and not everybody see. Are you blowing? Are you burning a lighter? <laughs> Is that a He had a crackhead lighter. What in the world, bro? <laughs> it's <been> LP, <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, look, Matt Riddle, we want to see you back, man, get a speedy recovery, man. Kick kick all the drugs and have to kick that booger sugar to the side and come back and wrestle for us, man. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh, one last thing, fellas, I got to talk about. Uh, there is a lot of news going on now uh, about the box heard around the world. Um, <laughs> Your boy, Top Dollar from I was about to say Street Profits, but that is not the name. Oh You're doing Top <laughs> Dollar. <laughs> Box the Moon uh, live on TV, man, and it was pretty bad, man. If you guys don't know what Top Dollar looks like, there he is right there. I like Top Dollar. Top Dollar can spit. Top Dollar got style. He got swag. He's a big guy. He can go, but he did a botch that was absolutely unforgivable and <laughs> You know, all the all the, the wrestlers on the bottom that was supposed to catch Top Dollar as he was doing this big ass dive over the top rope and he got hung up in the ropes, they still played it off. They did the jobs, they played it off. I'm sorry, if I'm wrestling, if you didn't hit me, I am not falling. If you didn't right. touch me, I'm not going. Right. On.
2: Please can we
0: stop doing that? Please. <laughs> oh my gosh. I I would have just stood there and looked at him like Yeah. Yeah, if, if wrestling didn't look fake already, that definitely did not put it in a good light. Like. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a horrible botch, man. I think that they could have he he could have played it off or had a a part two like something backed up for that. Like if he would have did the move and messed it up, and then started hitting people and beating them up <laughs> after he messed up, that would have made up for the botch. But him act like yeah. I did that. You see that? I took
2: all
0: of them out. of the man. You see that? But, but, you know. but see, he, here's the thing. <laughs> you call the audible, right? He landed on his
1: foot. Why not just land and then close line everybody and make it seem like you, you meant to do that? Like, that would have been I'd have been like, yo, that he did that. Even if he messed it up, he did that.
0: Like, come on, man. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. LP, what do you think about? Uh, uh, the botch, uh, my top dollar. Uh, that happened live on Friday Night Smackdown.
2: I used to have Titus O'Neil falling under the ring. One of the funniest moments <laughs> <in my life. laughs> This was above that. And what I you know, people botch it. Happens. Um, I've actually seen footage of him doing it and, and doing. It. He's done it before and made it, but. Yeah. I agree with their reaction and his reaction made it worse. Like, as, as he made that like he did it. If I was in, if I was there in this and sitting there, I would have been talking so much trash. I'm like, dude, you didn't do it. What are you hyped about? Like that 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 was that's what made it worse. Is he really got hyped over it? And it's like. It's different when you watch back in the day. You box now, people are gonna be on TikTok making versions of it, putting it in slow motion, playing R- art. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Like they're gonna be. Do- <laughs> 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 um, can't you can't do those kind of things now? Like and not think people are gonna you know run with it. So I guess I guess my question is is for for Mister Everything like. Have you ever boxed that bad and didn't
1: know what to do when you boxed that bad? I've I actually had a situation where I was going for a top rope moonsaw. And the way I used to do it was a springboard. So I would jump up to the top rope and then do this do the moonsaw. And when I did it, the ropes slid up under me and I ended up falling. On my neck. Ooh. It was no. It was no. Okay, figure out what to do now. It was. So that's it. <laughs> like you just laid <laughs> it on your neck. So <laughs> the pin is there. One, two, three. Even if this is anything This is not even the the finish. It is today. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We we <laughs> man. Listen. We got to get away from from the. Okay. The show must go on. Still do the spot type of deal. Still sell the spot because there's nothing to sell. You didn't even get hit.
2: Yeah. Y'all remember? Y'all remember the Undertaker? Uh, was, uh, when the Undertaker fought Goldberg? It might have been Goldberg or it might have been Shawn Michaels Triple H. The Undertaker tried to jump over the rope like he's done for years. Yeah. And, he, and whoever was saved him because he would have landed on his neck. Like I can't remember. Right, yeah. What, yeah. But,
0: but like I, can't remember, I, I remember I remember that moment though, but I can't remember who he was fighting. But I do remember him jumping over and doing uh that move that he's done thousands of times before and just the bad man. And you know, that's the that's chance awesome. that you take. That's how I got this I'm doing that same spot. Yeah, man. When you
2: mess it up, do you get to a point
1: where you're like, I ain't doing that man? Absolutely. Yeah, because I ain't done my job.
2: I ain't done my dive since this.
1: This right here, I ain't done it since. I'm like, nah, if you ain't gonna be there to catch me, nah, I'm good. I'll send it for when I'm on TV with WWE somebody, but yeah, you pretty much don't do it anymore. Uh-uh. In fact, I ain't done a moon salt since that's botched. So yeah. <laughs> you just don't do it anymore. Get, no back, more Get so back on the really box,
0: Huh? Get back on the bike, sir. Go ahead and get start doing boom sauce again. yeah put some gas, put some gas in that bike, and maybe I'll do it. No. Oh man. Uh so fellas, I think that we could all nominate your boy Top Dollar from Hit Row for the WTF Award. What the? F- what's that? What the? F-
2: what's that? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, he, I, I think he also signed the end of that contract. I think they was already on thin ice. I think Triple all these callbacks, Triple A bro, they gonna be the first refiring. Like I don't, I don't think they're gonna be around
0: too much longer. I, I hope, I hope that they just, uh, well, they have opportunity against the New Day. I mean, excuse me, not New Day. They have opportunity against the Usos uh, for the tag team titles, man. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. They just won a tournament. And uh, they were the winners of that tournament.
2: Oh, oh, damn. I forgot
0: about it. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, they have it coming up soon. I'm not sure if it's on Friday or if it's next week. But they do oh. have a title shot coming up soon. So, well, with that box, With that box being so bad, I can see the Viking Raiders
1: attacking them backstage and they're never getting that, that, that opportunity. That's what's going to happen.
0: Let's hope that doesn't happen because I do want them to at least have the opportunity just in case they do get fired. So I'm just trying to see. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I like road man, but you know, they, they getting, they, they started to get in that soggy territory. You know what I'm saying? They started to get in that soggy territory with Dominic. So, um, you don't do. me. You don't me when you know you, cause you
2: know, you used to do something and then you had a cookout or something and you're drinking and that alcohol, like you still can do it. Go ahead and do it. You
0: can't answer. You cannot. not Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, fellas, man, it has been a great show. Uh, man, we're almost an hour and 30 minutes into this thing, but hey, once, once the conversation starts going, man, we had a lot of hot topics and a lot of stuff happened in wrestling. Fellas, tell the beautiful people What you got going on, and where can they find you? Mr. Everything.
1: Uh, January 7th, I will be in Wilmington, North Carolina in a cage match for the UPWA Heavyweight Championship against Jake Logan from Control Your Narrative. January 14th, I will be in Selma, North Carolina uh, for a uh, professional wrestling event as well. Um, you guys can go to my Facebook. Posted by Andrew Conyers on Facebook to see all that information or go to my Instagram. Uh, I'm underscore Mr. Everything. I mean, official underscore Mr. Everything on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. Uh, LP, what you got going on and where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on
0: Instagram. <clears throat> Spell the word out. One click. contact the
2: people. Doing photos 24-7, April the 23rd. I have a fan show going on and I'm also working on a couple other uh, things coming up too. So just pay attention
0: to my page and you can get all that stuff I got there. Awesome, awesome. And I'm Brian Renegade. Uh, You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. And if you want to follow the show, you can follow us on Instagram at The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can follow our, our Facebook group at The Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can follow our Facebook page at The BD Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Best Damn Crew. And you can follow us on Twitch at The Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you have a TikTok, you can follow us on TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show for only $5, $5, you can help the best damn wrestling podcast grow. Just go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. And we got all kind of goodies for you. We got shirts, mugs, hoodies, caps, toenail clippers, condoms, anything you want at the best damn wrestling podcast Patreon page. <laughs> we got you. Uh, (laughs) so join us on our Patreon and help the show grow listen uh, fellas this is the end of the year Christmas is upon us Uh, next week will be our last show of the year and that's going to be kind of juicy I'm excited thank you guys for being on this journey with me we have done some great things already and we have some great things for the beautiful people at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast Nation moving forward into this new year. Uh, Since Christmas is coming up, right? Fellas, let me get a final word. LP, you got a final word for the
2: beautiful people. If you believe in yourself, and you have confidence in yourself, and you think you can run and jump over a rope when you're like 500 pounds. <laughs> Don't do it. You can't achieve everything you believe in. You can't achieve everything you believe in.
0: <clears throat> oh, man. Mr. Everything, do you have a final word for the beautiful people? Yes. Most people want to be the hero
1: until so they become the villain. I'm going to be the villain that outlives
0: the heroes. All right. Got super deep Batman-like on me. <laughs> I am yeah, Batman. Yeah. I've been working <laughs> on that. <laughs> uh, and my word of advice will be this is a hard time and a beautiful time for a lot of people. Appreciate the people that you have. Love often. Laugh often. And just be an overall a good person. Beautiful people. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Or the next best Daniel Wrestling Podcast. Fellas, I will see you next week. And we bid you adieu.